0: Hello and welcome to Chattacope Podcast, where we break down and review a um, movie of my choosing and you, just, you know, just try to have some fun along the way. I'm your host, Dranking Thomas Shears.
1: Hi, I'm hater, and we're going to have fun, because guess what? It's just us. No just more the two weirdos. of
0: us. You I'm can make your life each other. Yes, we are watching Megan Fox, because today we're discussing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Released in 2014, exactly 24 years after the first movie was released. Yeah, the ones when there's people in suits, nightmare fuel. And again, these are quite nightmare fuel, especially if you're young and you see these giant ass fucking tails and go, "Oh, okay." Um, the movie was produced by Michael Bay's Platinum Dunes Company, which it technically makes it part of the Michael Bay verse, as I stated last week. Um, the movie itself, though, was directed by Jonathan Liebesman, a South African director, whose first movie was the horror Darkness Falls, before having some more you know, big-budget and bigger-name movies like uh, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Beginning, the prequel to the film we did last year. You, obviously, that, that remake, which, of course, is another Michael Bay movie, so it makes sense why... Uh, uh, the, I think she just died. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: literally as i was about to speak my entire thing froze and i was like oh okay best time for this thanks Discord. Skype was way much better oh, honestly sake. we have a fucking shoot with skype
0: don't worry all you miss is me just giving some information so it's fine
1: okay okay i totally get paid by michael baker say so skype is better but skype is better
0: anyway as i was saying uh you yeah, know michael Baker just the six chainsaw movie which obviously this guy did the prequel um, and another big remake he handled was Wrath of the Titans, the sequel to another old-school movie, which I got remade with big budget. So, you know, he's helmed some like, you know, big movies, thanks to like, the IPs, essentially. He's done a few other things. Like, apparently he's going to be doing like, a few episodes of the Halo TV series. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, in terms of like the names in front of uh, a film, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Wrath of the Titans probably the biggest you can find. Basically,
1: if it's got explosions, Ocean and Megan Fox, it's fucking Michael Bay.
0: (laughs) Uh. It's actually, this is produced though, it's not actually full on Michael Bay in the- Oh, you know he
1: did, you know he did at some point. He's probably there in the background going, like, yeah, okay, that, that, there, mate. What, who you've got for April? No, 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 put Megan Fox on there. What, why makes no sense? Because he's supposed to be in the same universe of Transformers? No, don't, don't care about that. Megan Fox and yes we're going to have it so that she looks perfect no matter what happens even if it's supposed to be raining you'll come back completely dry because it's Mega Fox and michael bay wants what michael bay gets
0: <laughs> Megan
1: Fox. yeah it's Fox and explosions i don't think it's that slow motion and stealing shots from transformers and other films okay it's what we need to do because okay it's michael bay he can do what he wants <laughs>
0: How many times are you gonna say Michael Bay during this podcast? Ah, uh, Michael Bay. I should I should have really been tallying this up, but I didn't bother. So you <laughs> know, I'm already gonna forget this joke. Um, okay, let's uh, get straight into this. So uh, I think this is a very underrated movie because it got fucking really bad reviews uh, at launch and obviously over the time. But I, I actually really enjoyed it. I think it's a really fun movie, and it's. Obviously, obviously, of course, since it's Michael Bay produced, um, it obviously very much reminds me of the Transformers remakes, the you know the early on ones when they were good. Um, so it obviously has that same sort of feel, because it has obviously the dark, the action, the comedy, Megan Fox, slow-mo, explosions, yeah. you know, hot. the usual Michael Bay stuff. So it very much feels like the early Transformers films before they got completely ruined by Michael Bay.
1: <laughs> the irony.
0: Yeah. He built it up. And he knocked him down, but, but or yeah,
1: called Nazi.
0: Yeah, it was in the second. that was the second film, and that's why keep- that's why Megan Fox got fired, and that's why she probably got hired for this <laughs> as a sorry.
1: Just say, say sorry, yeah. Basically,
0: but yeah, I, I think it just gets a bit too much stick. I actually really like it because it's quite a dark take on something. You know me; I like my good dark takes yeah. and things. Look at the Pear Rangers movie; I liked it because it was a dark take on a very childish uh, thing, and. For someone, again, just like Power Rangers, I grew up with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles thanks to the very early like, 2000s TV series. Like, Teenage Mutant yeah. Ninja Turtles. Do, do, I grew up, yeah, obviously, um... with that one. So, you know, it, I, it's there. And, obviously, I, I did sort of try, watch, like, a couple of seasons of, not the most recent one, but the one before that, the sort of CGI animated one that did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it was like twenty four. I think it was probably written not, not long after this, or maybe just before this. That one existed. I think it was
1: during the um, TMNT
0: film. It was. It was like it was between twenty ten and twenty twenty. That sums it up. <laughs> yeah, at
1: some point in this decade. Basically. Yeah.
0: I, I. I. And obviously that was alright. I haven't touched the newer remake because it looks shit. Um. But yeah, growing up, obviously that old. School one, and obviously the original series, uh, which I've watched a few times. On, I'm going to send oldie but VHS, which is a oh callback to a joke prior to recording.
1: oh yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but obviously, growing up with all that, as soon as they were like, "Oh yeah, we're doing Teenage Mutant Turtles," I was like, "Okay, I'm listening." but uh, Yeah, it's produced by Michael Bay. Okay, I'm listening. We have the Transformers. Fo- I'm definitely listening. <laughs> Megan Fox in it. Okay, I'm sold. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously you hear all that. mum Obviously, I, and was the first trailer for it. I was just like, this actually looks really cool. It straight up reminds me of, this sort of the, the feel I had when it was like, oh, we're doing Transformers. I was like...
1: Yeah. How I... I think the best way to explain it is if you get rid of your suspension of disbelief and you have you just, like don't think about it, it's a good film. That's how I say it. Because there are some, like, confusing moments. and
0: ava yeah. films, would you expect, there's always confusing it had, moments.
1: Yeah. It has its problems, but it is fun. And it's good to see, you know, turtles fucking slaughtering loads of people. And, and
0: buff as fuck.
1: Yeah, and then Iron Man in the Wolverine suit comes in, and then there's the whole plot of Spider-Man. Yeah, it's... Basically well, basically well, all of the amazing films put in one. <laughs> well,
0: you say that, but it's not as if he's trying to turn them into reptiles or anything. He's literally just trying to poison them.
1: He's not trying to make them reptiles. He just wants to kill them.
0: Yeah, so that's, what the guy, that's what he's trying to do. He's not trying to make reptiles like fucking Lizard did. He's just trying to poison them and go, hey, you want the antidote? Here it is.
1: Basically, Give us money. They're doing the exact same thing, but with a different end result. Pretty much. With mm. the same backstory from Wolverine.
0: Essentially, yeah.
1: Ah. But, uh, Michael Bay.
0: <laughs> who, who cares about all that? It's a, it's a very fun, dark movie. Who cares about that? Fucking turtles. Exactly. Because, I mean, the, obviously when it starts, you've just got the whole narration from uh, Splinting. All you've seen mm. is like, these cuts between like, the, the weapons, like slicing through things and like moving really quick. That was quite an interesting way of like, opening a movie. It's actually quite a while before you even get to see the totals. you yeah, think about it, well, a lot of the early on bits focus fully on uh, Megan Fox's April O'Neil. And it keeps going like that. And obviously, you've got Whoopi Goldberg there. You've got uh, Will Arnett. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, obviously, it's all focused on that until that, obviously the, the dockyard scene, I think it was, where uh, you see them very quickly like jumping around. But then, again, you don't really fully get to look at them until after the train attack, really. Because you see them like, during the train sequence and the fighting, uh, the foot... No, it's not until they're on the roof when she's taking the picture that you actually get to see them fully and go, "Whoa, these are very big, big motherfuckers. <laughs> these motherfuckers. motherfuckers on steroids." <laughs> but I mean,
1: Wait, these are teenagers, <laughs> they're six foot.
0: I was going to say, they're fucking open. To be fair, though, I think I don't think I think, I, mean, I think it'd be a bit weird if they were smaller. I think it very much suits, especially the size of Shredder later on it makes sense them being these yeah. big, big boys. Ooh, Because... Ooh. can
1: you imagine
0: all the size of a 13-year-old boy. So if they're, like, the normal sort of turtle size, like, say, for example, like, the 90s movie, that sort of, like, size, like, a normal person, I don't think it would be as cool. I think because how big they are, and it's like, whoa, these are fucking huge. Like the, it's, it's sort of modernised, essentially.
1: I.e., uh, if you're new CGI, do it good.
0: Yeah, which yeah. they do, to be fair. Yeah. i i think just like the uh, sort of transformers obviously this is a bit later than some of the early transformers i mean this has got to have spot on cgi And know i love see a lot of times they are in the dark the turtles there's a lot of sequences when they're in the light so they've got to get this cgi right yeah. or else you just go the fuck is that well it's fair you do that anyway because you're like the fuck are they they're not the turtles i grew up with i mean based how you how the best way to explain a
1: Michael Bay film is if you sacrifice logic and story, you get some really good visuals.
0: Basically, yeah. And was,
1: you know what? I don't give a shit. It's worth it for me. Exactly.
0: <laughs> cinematically, See, it's it's really fucking good. Cinematically, there's a lot of really really cool shots in this movie. Like, uh, let me try and think of the one or something. Um, it involves slow motion. So it's Michael Bay's wheelhouse. Um, the one when Rafa uh, gets slingshotted and he does a fucking cannonball into the side of that truck mm. And he's like, his glasses just like slip down He's like, yeah That was like quite a cool shot And it obviously has his Michael Bay stamp of uh, slow motion approval on it <laughs> Which to be fair, that whole like truck chase scene had a lot of CGI on it I mean CGI, slow motion on it Of course it had a lot of CGI They couldn't have done that in real life could they Yeah Michael Bay probably would try to, to be fair
1: to him, he
0: can. To yeah. Him
1: it works in my life. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you can tell Michael Bay did some stuff to it because there's that ho- the one scene where they basically focus on Megan Fox's ass.
0: You mean the- yeah. when she's hanging at the uh, the truck? Yeah, and, and uh, they just focused. Uh, on you got Will car. on. You got Will on. It's ca- uh, fucking Vern Fenwick. It's like, hey, April, what are you doing? Oh, look, keep you, you keep doing what you're doing. <laughs>
1: I let the camera linger there for a little bit, and then we'll go away. <laughs> ah, Michael Bay.
0: <laughs> That's the thing you tend to find like uh, movies when like a lot of the characters are CGI based. There's only like a few human characters. Usually, obviously, sometimes the human characters actually quite suck. You tend to find but they're never yeah. they never like, as good as you know your CGI characters because obviously the turtles in this are fucking really well done and spot on to sort of how they are in like the animated shows and whatnot. But I mean. Mm obviously though, uh obviously there's is a lot of other people that could have played april and, like made her exactly like the sort of
1: oh actually type, redhead yeah Maybe. basically
0: uh obviously megan fox did an all right job to be fair so yeah. she, she obviously she's there you went for her because you know and a name yeah, but... big draw and Michael Bay trying to say sorry for the transformers fiasco yeah. um <laughs> but you know she does she does an all right job and said like, probably could have been someone you know redheaded uh who would have been a better choice but uh yeah I say like, I preferred her when she's possessed by a demon. <laughs> <laughs> but even um Will Arnett, obviously the guy who was in the Lego movie and yeah. the Bat- Lego Batman film is he obviously he's sort of the psychic comedic role essentially, the funny humour. Even he's quite funny to fair in the hat. When he's standing by the car and he thinks he's going on the date with her and she's like, What's with the hat? He goes, What is with the hat? This kid, my friend lent it me. I don't know why. <laughs> he's such a like awkward character yeah he's such an awkward character but he, it works I think thanks yeah. to Will Arnett because I, I do really like him thanks to Arrested Development which he was in yeah. and he was really funny in that so he was a good good choice for the sort of comedic human role of this
1: I agree definitely I mean the, the human characters aren't like dog shit more of like they're pretty generic like he's more yeah. like the the generic like current release character I right. is the generic uh pretty megan fox yeah character. basically yeah and um generic bad guy generic asian bad guy you know what i mean the only ones that have got some flavor are the turtles who aren't real yeah uh, like I hate to brush ball tom but they're not real what yeah unfortunately turtles don't actually exist but i've saw i but...
0: saw the set of photos they were a bit gray for some weird yeah. reason but they were they, they were there
1: No, trade. Unfortunately, uh, McDonald's—they killed the whole years ago, and they're using CGI to make people think they exist. Damn you, the hell! God damn, Ronald!
0: (laughs) You give us good Happy Meal toys, and now this—this, this, this cardboard content bullshit. (laughs) They're doing a lot of cardboard shit now. It's like really shit.
1: Yeah, because they think it helps it doesn't
0: I don't want to build a Christy Crab
1: no so I saw my no nephew's
0: way. toy yesterday and I was like oh okay Wait.
1: okay where's the Pokemon card where's uh, the fucking Pokemon yeah. card I <laughs> promise. give me Pokemon cards I went to go for Happy Meal come to the Pokemon cards from it give me a fucking book I'm like I wanted Pokemon cards It's supposed to be a fucking Pikachu Happy Meal <laughs> it?
0: oh. it's SpongeBob at the moment
1: god that yeah God
0: damn!
1: i blame <laughs> Michael Bay for that. I
0: do. Well, we can't blame Michael Bay for everything. Yeah, we can. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> 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 but I mean, but I mean, obviously, I was, I, I, when I was saying the set photos, obviously, cause the, all the ones who did the voice acting, apart from one, did obviously mm. the on-set stuff. I believe uh, for both films, like obviously in the the fucking. The grey suits with the big massive fucking backpacks look like fucking shells. The fucking cameras on the faces to get the facial movements. So obviously they did a lot of it practically then obviously added the CG on. They do like Hulk and all that. Yeah. But uh, I think uh, the only one who didn't was the one who did Leonardo because Johnny Knoxville, the guy from Jackass, did the voice. But uh, I can't remember his name. I'd obviously say his name in the next week's one because he's the voice in next week's one. Uh, Did the motion capture. Obviously they didn't bother... That's the thing, this one, there's two characters. The one who voices Leonard and the one who voices Splinter. Neither of them, I believe, come back for the sequel. Or spli- one, one, one doesn't, at least, because they have replaced him with the actual guy who did the motion capture since, you know, what's the point in paying two people? You can just pay the one.
1: Uh, let's be honest, though. If I was, like, watching both of like, next to each other, I probably wouldn't even realise. I'd probably be like, Ha, flashy turtles don't care that it's voices. Can be yeah, I
0: don't, I don't think you can really tell, to be fair. I don't, yeah. think, I don't think you can 100% tell. I think they are very think, uh, similar.
1: Like uh, in four when they recasted the Legola- Legolath lookalike.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that you never noticed at first until you notice that and go, oh, okay, I see that now. Oh. But, I mean, oh, I, I, If I remember correctly, yeah. you can't fully notice with the voice in that one. I think mm. it is quite similar, so it's fine. The only when you can fully notice is the fact they changed Splint, uh, Shredder and uh, Karai in that one. Because Shredder's no longer this really old guy. He's the guy from the Wolverine, <laughs> the one that gets thrown at the window in his underpants. if I am correctly. Ah, uh,
1: yes, that guy.
0: Yeah, he he saw that one in that. The ironic, the
1: irony in that, you know. Yeah, because of the whole that.
0: thing in that. Because uh, to fair though, I really like the look of Shredder in this film. Like, yeah, fully modernised him. And there's a uh, the the bad guy, uh, Eric Sachs, obviously who played, played William Witchner. Uh, he stays when he's obviously shown his armour he's like the next level of modern warfare he's literally built him a suit that's tactical as fuck well. because that, that the fucking blade how many blades does he have on his ha- arms Matt he's like, his like arms like, just covered and then on top of that he can fucking five. like throw them and they come back with the fucking magnets and all that was really fucking cool yeah it makes so, no sense
1: could... but it's fucking cool well nothing ever makes sense it's
0: fiction what'd you expect
1: My- Michael Bay chest kiss <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly because I, I I do love like, that the designs of the characters for this. As I said, the Turtles, they modernised and made them bigger, which looks cool. Yeah. And Shredder, he's big as fuck to match them, and his armor's as tactical as anything, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Especially, my ex- especially since, obviously, underneath the armour, is just essentially this really old guy, so, you know, they've got to give him like this really badass suit to be able to fight. <laughs> Bit like the Wolverine. Mm-hmm. It's an old guy in a fucking giant samurai suit, so it makes sense that the suit's as big as you can and as tactical as possible
1: yep and don't forget the lizard gas
0: <laughs> it's not a lizard gas it's just there to poison people so they can fucking pay for the antidote
1: oh different result same <laughs> <Staying laughs> way of doing it
0: that's uh, what that I was thinking uh, the music in the film I actually think it's quite decent music which you usually find in Makabe films they usually have some like kick to them in terms yeah. of the score Obviously, the modernizer sort of. It's a sort of spin on like a lot of the old Turtle stuff. Obviously, the next one fully spins the old school fucking song in the end credits, but this one sadly doesn't because this one's not as meant to be nostalgic. Yeah, as...
1: it's more like. We want money.
0: It, it's This one's straight up just like the uh, first Transformers. It's not meant to be. For... It, okay, it can be nostalgic because it's. Well, it is on the big screen there, but it's not meant to be as nostalgic. It's meant to be this kicking off a big franchise. Whereas the sequel is more meant to be nostalgic with the designs of stuff. Which is a shame, because I wish they would have kept with this sort of thing. It's quite a drastic switch-up.
1: It probably would have like made more like films if they stuck with the same theme.
0: Yeah, rather than switching it up.
1: I think changing it probably ruined it.
0: Yeah, because they, they they obviously are rebooting it again, aren't they?
1: Yeah, because I think obviously they weren't like... Oh, the first one probably didn't do as good as we wanted it to do. Uh, so they completely change it.
0: Let's have a look, actually what well, it did uh, at the box office I think it did quite well to be fair because obviously that, yeah. it had to have done to get the uh, sequel made but uh, maybe
1: they didn't get enough of what they actually wanted so they had to change Like they probably thought like it would be like a massive hit like
0: extremely uh, according to the internet well the budget was up to 150 million and it made just under 500 million
1: yeah which... and then they are probably like we want a billion uh, why why Michael because I want to. It's the
0: highest grossing film in the, of the series and the highest grossing of Nickelodeon movies. Mm. So obviously the, well, se- the sequel made way less than that. It was like half of it it made. It was a box office disaster.
1: I.e. Uh, if they'd have kept this theme, they would have done okay. But like, no, no, let's change it to make, change the, how we do it so that, you know, more money. Ah. Yeah. Uh, how
0: much did the first transfer? Transformers movie make. Uh, let's have a look. Let's have a look at the difference in terms of like the first movies, essentially. uh 2000, 2009. Scroll up as fast as I can. 2007, I believe, was the first Transformers, was it?
1: Probably. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not paying attention for the think i would like, oh, fuck. Uh
0: Yeah, 2007. Uh, the first Transformers made 700 so to be fair it's, it's, it's like 200 difference but to, again transformers is probably a bigger property than turner Ninja Turtles, so obviously you are bound to get that extra okay. 200 plus at the time uh something like that was a big deal because yeah it was like oh no kids sort of cartoons have ever been sort of really fully translated properly and not with like a big director behind it because obviously at the time Malcolm Bay was a big director Thanks to like the films like Bad Boys, uh, Armageddon, I believe he did because obviously he told uh, Ben Affleck to shut the fuck up when he was trying to question his logic.
1: Yeah, because like it's weird as well because obviously with um, Transformers films, I went into watching those films without actually watching any of the uh, old shows. I never watched any of, them, any of the movies like that, so I I would know what they are, but I, it's the first time watching them actually watching them. Where is this? Obviously, I used to watch the old cartoon on Jetix, whoever it was.
0: Yeah, it was Jetix back in the day.
1: Yeah, that <sighs> and the old, that and the old Spider Man. Oh,
0: it was it was Jetix, and it was also Fox Kids, I think, at one point.
1: Yeah, it, it went for a lot of changes. Yeah,
0: it was Fox Kids, then Jetix, then it just got scrapped completely.
1: And that's where it became something else. And then Cartoon Network were like, "We want to steal that. Thank you. It's our second channel." Ah. <laughs> uh. But, um, yeah, I so I obviously went into watching Transformers films without any like anything to compare to, so that's probably why I would got like liked that one more. Whereas, obviously, I went into watching the cartoons first, so this still fun to watch, but it won't beat the cartoons to me, you know. What I mean, it's like, oh, the older Transformers films, one built. But well, the newer Transformer films where will not compete with the first two. End of story. <laughs> That's the story. Just here to end it. Really, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the first two are the better ones, but this is quite fun still.
0: Yeah, day I, I day. think it, it captures the the humour of the cartoons. Obviously, yeah. essentially, obviously, you got Mikey spitting at constant like uh, film references because you gotta have that mo- one movie guy in the movie. He's constantly yeah. he's constantly referencing things like left, right, and center. He's like uh, I think he calls the sewer like his he's like Xavier school, doesn't he? Like Hogwarts and stuff like that. Yeah. And then Mega Fox's like, Is this are we in the sewer? He's like, No.
1: Yeah, yeah, sewer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, so you got Rafu's like the big headed the buff one, you know, always on the fucking gym equipment. Hey bro, can you have a go now? <laughs> no <laughs> Uh obviously you got Leo's the you know the leader as always, the one that's trying to keep the peace, calm. And, whatnot. and obviously donnie's a smart tech guy the fucking nerd <laughs> so basically they do fully capture like the characters of the animated shows and on top of that these obviously though they're not as a uh, i want to say as a uh, ninja style as the, the cartoon ones because obviously the cartoon ones are smaller so they can do a lot more f- fully on like proper like ninja like flips and everything hiding but they still fucking good for it in this even though they are massive so you know they can't jump as high <laughs> or, like, flip over people as much. They te- they- obviously, this aspect goes more for the muscle side of it, like, just, you know, kicking people, that's like, gone. a fucking mile that's away fucking situation. Gone, yeah, because that's that scene when they're getting shot, isn't it? And uh, they're getting shot in the back, and they're like, oh, we're bulletproof, even though, you know, the- it's because of the shells. they're shells. Not- yeah. they're, oh, ki- they're still kids, so they're not that smart. So
1: they could have gone, <laughs> oh, our guns aren't shooting the shells. Oh, look, their fucking legs exposed.
0: <laughs> Shotgun the legs off.
1: My fucking leg! Oh, no, Ralph's going be paraplegic again.
0: <laughs> but uh, I, I, I do love that, that sequence. Obviously, it has the humour of them going, we're bulletproof. And then it has the slow-mo. Ralph, scene when he turns around and just roars at them as the bullets are actually, to be fair, bouncing off him. Quite a bit. The
1: the, the carapace uh, yeah on his, uh, on his
0: chest, yeah, bouncing off him. He's just there, slow mo roaring, which is quite cool. And then you got Leo, just like kicking the shit out of all of them. You got Dartney fucking flinging his stick staff around, which kind like, of extend, which is quite cool. I do like yeah. that because if he I uses like that, that in the, the car chase, doesn't he? Because he puts it underneath and he flips it, and then you go, mm. whole marker based slow motion underneath going. <laughs> it's quite then.
1: cool of how he they basically use the bow staff in with mixed technology to what he yeah. would do as a
0: character, so it's quite clever. And you obviously got Mikey
1: with his fucking nunchucks.
0: Like... But I did like it with, um, when he shows the flashbacks early on, and it's showing them more, like learning how to fight, and you got them more, like basically adapting to it really quick, so all of them pretty much adapted apart from Mikey, who's there, like, taking the piss, like, you can't touch this, and he's like, this fucking splits and everything, and then fucking smashed himself in the face of it. And there's an, uh, someone put, who pushed him over? Is it Raffi pushed him over?
1: Probably. Yeah, I think it's if, a, r- if
0: r- I remember correctly, he's just there mocking him anything, and everything and Rafa just comes over and just pushes him over. Isn't is there at one point when they're, they're listening to fucking uh, music? They've got the fucking mirror outside the fucking sewer. It's like, who
1: to around the back? Yeah, fucking um Ain't no back in the hall, back
0: And you got fucking, I'm assuming that's Mikey because he doesn't have actually the colour scheme at that point, but I'm assuming it's Mikey that's dancing because he's an idiot. Oh yeah, definitely. But is I I love the aspect because obviously a lot of, especially the recent sort of cartoon, not the remake, the one before that. Obviously, Donny was the one who was always attached to April, whereas in this, obviously, it's straight up Mikey. But the fact that he's constantly like gushing over her, he's like he's like that girl, dibs. It wasn't obvious before, dibs. And <laughs> I was it the fucking the scene at the end when he's in the fucking truck. And uh, he's playing. Uh, I can see we we love nobody but you for all my life. And everyone's just like, shut up, Mikey. But it's a like really bad singing as
1: well.
0: It's like really bad singing, but I think that's what makes it more funny. Yeah? I think if it was really good singing, it'd be like, no, she's so a good singer. That's all right. Yeah, well.
1: more like he's he's a fucking idiot. He thinks it's working.
0: Yeah, she's laughing. The other guy is not because the fact that he got his car blow up again. I love that. He's oh. like, as soon as he's like, I got a new car, Lightning's not going to strike twice. You're like, Lightning's going to strike twice in a minute. Look,
1: you're a comic relief character. Just know your your life is going to go downhill badly.
0: <laughs> no, at least he, it's fair. At least, obviously, for the comic relief car, at least he got his moment of uh, being a badass when he uh, stood in front of the and took the b- gunshot.
1: Yeah, that was quite cool.
0: Yeah. And obviously, that's going to literally like, play into like most of the plot points of the second movie when he's like, Essentially, like everyone's like favorite guy because quote unquote he saved everyone <laughs> with no help <laughs> whatsoever.
1: No, totally not from <laughs> some fucking towel. <laughs> uh,
0: trying to think, which trying to think of something else I can uh, refer to in this as well. Um, oh, I, I like the end credit joke. Uh, when uh, it's like it's cut in between like the the actual end credit playing. It's like them running through the street during the daytime, so it shows that they do come at it during the daytime itself. Because obviously. Apart from, obviously, the end fight scene, you never really saw them out in the daytime. It was literally just nighttime. They'd go out and uh, sneak out. But it's obviously nice to see them actually out in the public daytime, even if it's just used for a boob joke, for the fact that they get spotted and have to jump onto a fucking uh, a giant billboard that's of a woman in a bra. <laughs> yeah, and they have to pretend to be the fucking uh, the boobs. And then there's just look at each other and like... Well, so, Mikey looks... Uh, Rafa starts smiling and laughing, when Rafa's just like, for fuck's sake...
1: Yeah, i.e.
0: Michael Bay. And i.e. Michael Bay plugged in his own other produced movie in there, that Project Almanac. I think that's Michael Bay produced. That one by the guy who made the fucking Power Rangers movie, which is the irony. Another dark movie.
1: Irony. Connections. So they're all connected. Yeah. All connected.
0: But I think overall, the action in this movie is really good. It's really well done. Obviously, I like the bit in the sewer itself, the first bit, the first bit of action when they fight in the sewers, which is uh, when Shredder invades. That's quite a cool fight thing. So it actually lets you see Ra- uh, Splinter find, like, kicking some ass, which is quite nice to see. I've seen a lot of the cartoons, Splinter's, uh, even though he's like, a frail old rat, like, hello there, he always kicks ass. You know, he just beats the crap out of everyone. And I like the fact he uses his tail to fight, which is a quite, uh, yeah. a, uh, obviously, a good way of Helping him like just pull people back, and I think, and then you add uh, uh Shredder into the mix, and obviously, I love this, I, love the, I like I love the change as well. So obviously, when he first you see him fights uh Shredder. It's the same way; he's sort of like got his hand behind his back on one sword, and he's just like, you know, it's not even like paying attention, just like blocking everything. And then Shredder does the same thing with Raph later on, And Raph attacks him, he does the exact same thing and steps aside and is like not even like giving a shit, which is quite an, obviously an interesting way of doing it. But obviously, it also gives you like the chance to see like, the turtles you know, actually visibly fighting and not, like, seizure-level flashing Sorry Dan fighting. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do like as well um, the comedy in that scene with fucking Mikey's trying to, like, hide out. He's like, oh, you're going to hide back here. This, if you get Percy, there's some there's some uh, orange crush behind the... Some things like, don't tell Raph! Yeah. Because he's still clearly very much hitting on her.
1: <laughs> oh, I so think
0: <good>. fucking Mikey. <laughs> but I do love it when, um obviously Splinter first sees Shredder and he's like oh you stay away from my sons and Shredder's just sort of mocking him he's like you think you're the dad what and he just obviously he gets like he has like a few blades there he's like okay so Splinter can take this and then his arms like, oh, just pop out before him he's like okay Splinter's dead now uh, can we get a new rat in here please got a
1: fucking rat <laughs> from Ratatouille
0: well maybe maybe he's got a little rat on top of his head helping him fight or as I said a human it's the opposite way around in this movie Ratception. Ratception, yes.
1: <laughs> he's got he's just got fucking Dan DeVito on his back <gasps> telling what to do. But he's dressed like the fucking um Seta
0: from Hercules. I- imagine if Dan DeVito did the voice of a uh, splinter in this. My god. This film would be like a ten it, out of ten.
1: <laughs> it wouldn't, yeah. Well, it, I- it'd be fucking more than that.
0: Would say it'd be like a, like a uh, your messed up world of 100 out of 100,
1: but in real life, because Dan Dorito,
0: yep. But uh, I, I like the end fight scene as well. The one on the, the rooftop, uh, when obviously they're the, uh, being a unit because obviously, just before they get up to the rooftop, they're uh, the as I said, they're showing that why the fact they're still like teenagers, the fact they're taking the piss in the lift and they're doing the beatboxing, they're like MC Mikey, do, 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 do. Do you yeah. MC Ricky Ricky? I did like, Rickie, how,
1: Rickie? I did like how it's like they slowly all get into yeah, it. Yeah, because obviously like just jump with... into it. It's, like it's just him. Yeah, and then they slowly get into yeah, it. Yeah,
0: because he starts it, and I think uh, Donny gets in by tapping the wall. Then it's yeah. uh, Raffi starts beatboxing, and Leo starts tapping the his uh, katana together over his knee. And mm. obviously, as I say, eventually they're all into it, and then the elevator goes, and it's like, okay, that's enough. Ah! <laughs> and obviously, then the are fucking wow. flipping onto the roof because you know. Why not? These big massive fuckers can have that ability to flip that high.
1: Obviously, you know.
0: Michael Bay logic.
1: Turtles. It's <laughs> power.
0: But I did love, obviously, the, the crammed in the carabunga joke. And he's it's like... Uh, yeah. I, I like the fact that it's like something a, a from the past and Raph like, made him not... Uh, Mikey promised never to say it ever again unless he beat the crap out of him. And he's like, you got one in the tank still? And he's like, of course I have. And then still charging the. I like that as old Leo's, obviously, because as I said, he's a leader. He's a smart one. He's like, okay, don't do this. Wait a second. We need to work as a unit. No, don't. Okay, fuck it. We're going to have to fight now.
1: Mm. Uh, so
0: they all get their ass, ass kicked. But uh, I like it when they introduce because I they did that flashback earlier when they are playing Buck Buck. I like to bring that back. He's like, hey, what about Buck Buck? And they're like, I like where this is going. Even though one of, I think it's a, Leo at first is like, we, we don't have time for these kids' games. Then Raph is yeah. like, he's obviously he's like, no. Let's play Book Book. And they all realise like, like, oh. And it's that whole slow motion shot because, you know, Michael Bay level of like one by one, just kicking the shit out of shred and then stopping so they can all jump on each other's backs. And I think it's. Is it Donnie who's the last one to. Is it Raph who's the last one?
1: It's Raph, I think.
0: Yeah, he jumps across all three of them, doesn't he? Because I think it's. Isn't it Mikey first? Yeah. Then I think it's Leo. Then Donnie. And I think that, yeah, then I think it's Raph who just jumps over and then sm- kicks him on. And he... Because don't they, one by one, they just slowly break his armour. Because doesn't the first, like, kick on Mike like, shatter his fucking... Or was it Raph's kick, actually? Actually, it's Raph's kick. It shatters his fucking... That, uh, fin on his head, doesn't it? Yeah. It just fucking... Just,
1: and he goes fucking flying.
0: Yeah. But he, he totally, like, totally falls to his death. Totally doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't just get back on and beat the crap out of all of them and just destroy the fucking, uh the tail with those fucking flying blades. What I do like is when they look at the, the callback to the scene with the pizza early on. The, you know, the product placement pizza. pizza. And uh, they're like, okay, don't move. We need to just, just not move at all. When, obviously, they're stuck underneath the, uh, the tower and they have to hold it up. And it's fucking shredded. It's punching the living crap out of uh, the stomachs. And uh, they're just there, they're just, like, holding on as much as they can. It's like, yeah, just don't move. That's quite like, a nice call. I, 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 this film's full of a lot of callbacks during this, like, end sequence too. Like, stuff... Basically very minuscule earlier on the film. That's yeah. nice. That's done well. So
1: the Michael Bay film is quite good.
0: Yeah. I, 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 I just want to say I'm, I'm pretty sure loads of people are probably dead blow because why the fuck do the cops like, tell everyone to move as far back as possible because there's clearly stuff falling from this rooftop? Because
1: obviously these police in a Michael Bay film they're not going to listen to logic because logic
0: doesn't exist. Fair enough. I, I did like with a bit of the falling off the roof and then that fucking terror and they're all saying like things that they, they regret not ever saying or whatnot. And you got uh, Donnie who's like straight away is like, oh yeah, I'm the one who licks the Pop Tarts and puts them back. Uh, you got uh, Mike who's like, oh, I didn't understand the ending lost. It's so obviously going his nerd rate. And then you got fucking rap. Uh, Leo doesn't say fuck all because he, he, no, they already know his peace between them. Because, you know, Ooh. he's never one to shy away from saying stuff. Whereas obviously Raph is then does his whole love speech, he's like saying I, I, I we're brothers and, and I really regret not saying I love you. And then other uh, than their the fucking little record, fucking when he uh, then the stop is like uh, Raph, we we start falling. He's like, oh, yeah. you are you crying? No oh, man, it's this this dust here.
1: I did love that when we were watching that film. We watch Alex is watching it with us. He's like, how fucking long is his fall? Yeah, because like, I was like, it's a Michael Bay, it's man. a Michael
0: Bay movie. It's yeah. really slow mo. <laughs>
1: But the joke is they haven't. Yeah. They stopped falling a while ago. Yeah. They haven't realised
0: it. Yeah. They probably stopped falling after Mike. He said the last joke.
1: Yeah.
0: And but to, like, fair, you... to be fair, they 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 did notice. I think it's just Rafa didn't notice because he was just too into this like crying moment. Yeah. It, it, to fair, it, I reckon it, I reckon he started when he was they were still falling. And then obviously, probably, I reckon the halfway point he, is when it probably stopped him because it was all like in his mind it was still spinning around, so he couldn't actually see. That's yeah. my, that's my guess of it.
1: Oh, uh, well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to the fact, we've kind of needed, like, help finish off the whole arc of Wrath accepting them. Yeah. Like, showing that he actually cares about them.
0: Yeah, and obviously, you also get this, uh, the Shredder taking the use, setting up, him getting really younger in the sequel. And then obviously, they, uh, revive uh, Splinter that now, but it's done in a comical way again. But The fact mm. is it, he's like, Mikey, come closer. I need to talk to you, Mikey. I fucking say But I love I the bit when he's like, you, you don't actually, I love the back, you don't hear it at first. And he's like, what's he say? What's he say? He said, get your foot off me.
1: <laughs> getting you off my chest. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I do like, I, obviously, I do like the fact that he just wraps up everything and obviously, even if there was. Uh, wasn't going to be a sequel. I feel like, apart from obviously the Shredder taking the use thing, I feel like it definitely is something that is ended perfectly and could easily be a way of obviously, as I say, if it wasn't like a second one, there wouldn't be anything like cliffhanger based that I'd go, I wish that would have said something. But as I say, apart from the Shredder yeah. scene, but that again could have just been anything really, could have just been like him showing like it wasn't anything major because, as I say, yeah. that's literally that just used to heal him and make him younger in the sequel.
1: Mm. Like, we could we could use that as like maybe he was trying to grab on for life, but left, le- le- like, like trying to grab on to what he's after, but died yeah. there or something.
0: Yeah, so I did mm-hmm. like that. It's not like open for a sequel, but if it did well enough, which it did, it obviously critically yeah. wise but money it did. So it obviously, eventually got it a sequel. Uh, two years later, I believe it was, and then bang gone. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, though, they, it didn't help the fact they put the sequel out at the same time they put, like, Warcraft, which was a big deal at the time. Though that didn't do very well either. Obviously, you had people going to watch that. Yeah, I think there's something else mm. at the time as well. I can't remember. I think, I think basically, they put it out at the, the wrong time. The, if I remember correctly, this film came out in, like, I want to say the October of uh, 2014. It was quite late in the year, I think. I don't think it was an early movie. Uh, whereas obviously that ca- sequel did come out in like May so obviously there was a lot of other films out at that time which people were actually going to see so uh, let's have a look it was released October yeah so obviously people were like hey look it looks like a Halloween movie let's go watch this <laughs> um, I just think the sequel was played at the wrong time probably of, of the films that uh, people are more interested in and yeah the drastic toning shift from full-on oh, dark and light like dark and comedy to slightly dark and more comedy which just didn't massively work it, it's not it's not bad it just doesn't work as much as this hmm oh
1: well that's that's life
0: Michael yeah. Bay yeah, yeah basically
1: basically he saw he
0: Ruined changement titles <laughs> I don't want to say ruined. No. Just... No, it's alright. Yeah.
1: It was yeah. we enjoyed the film.
0: Yeah.
1: And let's be honest, see there was someone else involved, it probably would have been better. But for for a Michael Bay film, it was good.
0: Yeah. Uh okay, let's, let's give let's uh, pick a favourite moment then. Uh, my favourite moment is going to be uh, what I've called Enter the Shredder where he's uh, that light in the sewer, and he just steps out into the light I really Ooh. love that shot and obviously it leads to the fight with Splinter which is a fucking really good fight so uh, yeah I'm going to have to go with Enter the Shredder
1: yeah I'd say the scene where it focuses on Megan Fox's ass <laughs> oh no <laughs> I, I would actually say it would be the um, I really did like the um callback to the uh, book book when they actually like do it. That was quite a good scene, and that when and also the scene when the when the kids and they're learning.
0: Yeah, the fight. Mm. The narration
1: was not great, but the actual scene itself was good. so yeah Okay.
0: Uh, okay. The pivotal moment then the rating of the movie uh as i said i i really enjoyed this i went to watch it when it first came out i was really hyped for it and you know i was satisfied to enough it's kind of it's like the parents movie. for me it's you know it's not as great it is missing some stuff that would make it better but if you shut your mind down it's still a really entertaining movie and it's a nice little reminder of your childhood essentially even if they do look like monsters <laughs> um so I'm going to give Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, an 8 out of 10. I, I I did really enjoy it. I thought it was really good.
1: Okay. okay. i I'd would, would probably give it a Michael Bay out of Michael Bay.
0: <laughs> we
1: translate it to a 7 out of 10.
0: Okay. I was going to say, are you going to translate that for me? Because I don't know my Michael Bay yet, Michael um, Bay knowledge yet. I only know my Jeff Goldblum knowledge.
1: I like the film. It's just it wasn't like the best one out there and I'd still prefer the the um, first Transformers film.
0: Oh, I absolutely prefer yeah. that more, but I, yeah. I I still really enjoyed this.
1: I think if I hadn't watched the cartoons, I think I probably would have preferred it more, maybe. But because so, I've still got that to compare to, it does slightly hinder it. And the whole fact it's obviously a cast grab <laughs> it does affect it. But it was still fun. And hey, for Megan Fox is Megan Fox. <laughs>
0: I I do think it's a lot better than some of the later Transformers films. Oh, Oh, definitely. Way way better. Okay, uh, so that gives uh, Teenage Mutant Tales a Chatter Cave overall rating of Mm -hmm. 7.5. Okay, so the Chatter Cave MVP time. So the MVP of this movie is going to be Raphael, played by Alan Richardson. Uh, I think we can both agree that the fact that he was the one that's fully developed over the course of the film from being this guy Mm. that really hates the other's but it still has that slight respect to, you know, having this full on respect and uh, to everyone. I, I think he's played the most developed ever more.
1: I think even though like Leo is be the leader, I think he was technically the main like one out of them, like in this particular film, because he's the one that had to like go and save them.
0: Yeah, and, and yeah, break yeah, his so shell in the process.
1: Yeah, and go through his whole arc as well. Obviously, setting up to be like for him to be the the main focus exactly Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, okay so the runner-up of the award will be michelangelo played by noel fisher for the fact that he was quite funny Mm -hmm. obviously yeah you gotta gotta give the comedy value uh, a nod and the fact that he's constantly cracking off these references to movies we know we're like oh we know that movie oh we get that tv reference oh Mm -hmm. he
1: was quite fun as well to watch watch him actually act like mikey yeah because if they'd have they fucked up Mikey, I think there's someone would be a massive dick. Yeah. Being, uh, dear.
0: yeah. They, have to get, they have to get all the characters right in person. I think they've got them all. Especially Mikey. Yeah, right. And of
1: course, for the uh, Michael Bay award, we have Megan Fox. <laughs> we have to, we, Michael Bay to, has told us to do this. You know, we've been being paid like, loads of money for this. To give an award to Megan Fox because, as his words is, it's Megan Fox. Why the fuck not?
0: I'm going to have to try and find a PNG of his head on and the stump it on the image. <laughs> um uh, okay so uh my question of the day this week is is there any other nickelodeon animated properties that you would like to get a big budget live action adaption i think she's died again yeah she's definitely died again uh tom's gonna take over answer his own question then um would be weird to see that'd be very weird but be interesting uh danny phantom i think was a nickelodeon property that would be quite a cool adaption to do um Tom's going through Nickelodeon movies in his head. Uh Diego would make sense for the fact that they've done Dora, so that would make sense. Uh our Parents, that'd be but, interesting. It's already been made, or but a non TV edition would be
1: good. Fucking Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> well yeah.
0: Def- well obviously we've read the Jimmy Neutron movie, but that was an animated movie, so that would make sense. That Just be- for
1: cuff co- fucking carweaser.
0: Yeah, definitely. Can we can we uh can we call up the casting agency and uh, say can we get offer Alex? Yes, we can. Alex it, it, Alex be me the live action adaptation of Car Well to be <laughs> fair, he probably would. He probably would love to play Carl Weezer.
1: Well, think of all the money. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Um Okay. Uh, I think we covered most of uh, the good uh, Nickelodeon shows that could be uh, done. Mm-hmm. Uh Okay, so then that's it for a Check Out podcast this week. Uh, there's a the second part of the Falcon Wind Soldier one coming out on uh, Monday, I believe it is. Part that's obviously episode three to six, and the actual rating. But the actual, you know, Friday slot is going to be Teenage Mutant Turtles: Out of the Shadows. The sequel to this, mm-hmm. and you know, that's going to be interesting to look at how it changes mm-hmm. drastically compared to this one. So. All
1: I remember is, I swear, um, Megan Fox was a schoolgirl or something.
0: She does, yeah. She ties the thing up like sort of like Britney Spears type.
1: Yeah, because Michael Bay. <laughs> uh, I think I know why I keep get keep crashing. Is Michael Bay trying to fucking. I'm <laughs> from thinking shit about him.
0: Probably, uh, but yeah. I've been your host dragging Thomas shoes. Yes, and Megan Fox. <laughs> and uh, this has been Chat Cave Podcast. Cowabunga! Uh,
1: now we've been sued. Thank you, Tom.
0: Michael Bay again, isn't it? Yeah, Michael
1: Bay. Damn you to hell!